Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Peter Waltz. This week, we continue our discussion on the biggest issues affecting businesses and organizations globally with the spread of COVID-19. As always, along with bringing you updates on critical events happening all around the world, we're always fortunate to be able to dial in our local ELA lawyers. These folks are practicing on the ground in these jurisdictions, helping their clients every day move through these difficult times. Since the outbreak began, we've been getting updates from all around the globe, initially from members in China and Italy, Korea, then across Asia, across Europe, Latin America, back to the U.S. Today, we're going back to Europe to visit with our friends in Hungary. Joining us today on the program is Tomasz Novak and Martin Kocic from our ELA member in Hungary, Serha Hempel. And in today's program, these fellows are going to shed some light on what's going on with business in that country, what some of the recent legislation and government directives are, and how that's impacting employment, business in general, and the economy. Tomasz and Martin, welcome to the program. How are you doing? Thank you very much, Peter, for having us. We are doing great. It's a beautiful Friday here in Budapest, and everything seems a little bit easier than a week before. Great. So let's cut to the chase on that as well. I mean, the virus has taken different turns in different countries, depending on how much they had isolated themselves early on, what type of precautions they took. So if you could share with our audience, what's the current status in Hungary in terms of the spread of the virus? Well, we still don't know a lot about virus and the situation covering this COVID-19 crisis here in Hungary, but it seems that we are more fortunate than our friends in Western European countries. So it seems that the disease did not hit us that hard as, for example, Italy and Britain, and especially not that we don't experience such a difficult time than you in the US. We have around 3,000 infected people in Hungary. Some of 300 people are dead, unfortunately, but it seems that the case numbers are dropping. So this is a positive sign and, and we are quite positive here. So Martin, given all of the changes in how the virus is impacting multiple countries, let's talk a bit about what's going on in Hungary. You know, have there been any extraordinary legal provisions? You know, has there been a major change in the rule of law? Fill us in on that if you would. Well, Peter, the state of emergency was introduced by the Hungarian government quite early on. It was introduced on the 11th of March, only five days after the first infected person was identified. Later on, on the 30th of March, the Hungarian parliament adopted, we call it the Empowerment Act. Now, this act prolongs the empowerment of the government for an indefinite time period. In practice, however, this means that the government is authorized to deviate from laws when issuing emergency government decrees, but only when the aim of such decrees is to protect the health, the property, and the fundamental rights of the citizens, or to protect the economy. In our view, the government did not suspend democracy or the rule of law in Hungary. What we have seen so far is that the government mostly uses this power to take the necessary measures to protect the health and the well-being of the citizens, and to protect the economy to the best possible extent. Well, tell me what's going on with court and administrative proceedings. A lot of places around the world, courts have been shut down, administrative offices are closed. What's the status in Hungary with this? Well, we are quite fortunate in this respect as well, as no administrative or court proceeding was suspended, and all the deadlines are still ticking for clients and for courts. The court and the administrative bodies did the best that they could to change their daily operation and to use electronic measures 
to continue to work and to keep in touch with clients. Court hearings and trials in civil law cases are held via new electronic communication channels using mostly Skype and Zoom. However, administrative court hearings are postponed and where possible, the courts will try to decide on the case from the file itself without any hearing. In some administrative proceedings, we see that the government bodies are open also to use electronic communication channels. However, there are no unified approach just yet on this. Interesting. So let's talk about this Hungarian competition authority. Tell us about what that is, what they're communicating these days, and how that might be impacting some of the horizontal practices in the country. Yes, well, this is really interesting because in line with what the Commission have done in early March, the Hungarian Competition Authority only also issued communication to the companies and the firms, basically allowing them to cooperate between competitors on a horizontal level when the cooperation affects products or services active in the healthcare industry. So this is something really unprecedented what we see here is that the competition agencies in Europe allows firms to cooperate, which otherwise would be considered as a cartel, in order to provide the necessary drugs and masks and protective equipment to battle the coronavirus. So this is something to bear in mind. And the other thing which is interesting and I think it's important is that the competition agencies in Europe and in Hungary particularly are focusing more and more on consumer protection law issues and stepping up to salesmen and companies who are making false claims and conducting unfair commercial practices, especially in connection with the coronavirus crisis. Very interesting. Tamash, I'd like to go to you on how all of this is impacting labor and employment in the country. So what's the status on employment, working time, and is there any government subsidies? Fill us in on kind of at a broad level what the Hungarian government is doing to assist here. Yes, thank you very much. Before jumping onto these topics, I would like to emphasize that uh, each week several thousands of people lose their jobs and the situation is quite severe. And uh, that's why the, the government tried to introduce measures in order to protect employment. Basically, there are three types of measures in this respect. And the first one, as you mentioned, is the government subsidy for used working time. There are some tax reliefs and there are some new rules regarding the organization of work. What does this reduce working times mean? It means that the parties can agree on reducing the working time at least by 15% and most by 75%. And they may request a government subsidy for the lost uh, working time. And uh, in such case, the government pays 70% of the net salary for the lost working time for three months maximum. And the employer has to maintain the employment for the duration of the subsidy and for an additional month. And the maximum amount which can be paid is, cannot exceed price of the minimum salary. And this program has been available since mid of April. And more than, I think it's around uh, already 200,000 employees were granted with this subsidy. And there are also some other subsidies for employers uh, being operating in the research and development sectors. And in their case, the amount of the subsidies considerably higher. So it's a very good and efficient uh, program, I think. 
And as regards the organization of the work, there are some new rules and the labor code has to be applied with these deviations. The most important, I think, is that the averaging arrangement were extended, which means that the former maximum was four months and now it was extended to two years. So the employers have larger flexibility as regards the organization of the work. And now when the crisis is very severe and they do not have enough work, then they are able to reschedule the work for a longer period. And this measure maybe can also help to maintain and preserve the jobs. And there are some other measures as well, which were introduced. The other one is the scheduling of the daily working time. There were some limits before because the employers have to notify the employees at least four days earlier. And now this limit was repealed. And in order to protect the health of the employees, now employers are entitled to unilaterally instruct their employees to work from home office or in a teleworking arrangement without any restriction. So they may unilaterally decide on this topic. And the third category of measures are related to tax matters, because in case of uh, employees employed in tourism, hotels, cafes, entertainment industry, gambling, theater, sports, and other categories, the employers are fully exempted to pay taxes or uh, other social contributions for a period of four months. And employees should pay only a certain part of their public health insurance contribution. So it may help also to survive this very critical situation. So Tomash, with all of the workers out there working from home or working in a protected environment, are there any related health and safety or environmental issues that the Hungarian government has implemented? Yes, actually, there is a general empowerment for the employers because now they are entitled to take the measures required and necessary for controlling the health status of employees. This means basically that the employers are entitled to measure the employees' body temperature. So this is also a measure which may contribute to the prevention of a possible infection. Well, that's very helpful to know. Gentlemen, I hope both of you are safe. I know, Martin, you're calling in from the office. Tomas, you're calling in from home. And let's hope and pray that the world turns around and that we can get back to normal. But it seems like in many parts of the world, it's going to be a a long road. So stay safe and be well. Thank you for joining us on the program today. Thank you for having us, Peter. Thank you very much. If you'd like to connect with Tomas or Martin from Serha Hempel in Hungary or any of our lawyers around the world, Just search for them on the ELA website at ela.law. Go to the big Find a Lawyer widget in the center of the page. Click on the drop-down box. There you can reach any of our lawyers around the world by email or phone. Also, while you're on the website, sign up for upcoming webinars, download our white papers, get access to other on-demand content, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.